Welcome to the Soul Ed Podcast with me, intuitive life and business coach, Amelia Francesca. Soul Ed is for the big-hearted visionaries who know they want to play a little differently in this world. It's your space to connect deeper with your inner guidance and in turn live out your most liberated, radiant and expansive life. Hello my lovely souls, so nice to be back with you this week and today we're going to be talking all about launching. I've recently just gone through a launch myself and it really got me thinking about how I wanted to share some of my own insights into how I launch and the things I do, the things I don't do etc which managed to make my launches feel really good. Because every time I launch something, without a doubt, I always get people say to me, often they'll like slide into my DMs because I'm always quite active on Instagram when I'm launching. And they'll just say, it looks so easeful for you or it seems so seamless or you just you, you sell out your spaces or you sell out your seats really quickly, you know, depending on what my launch is. And I just want to share as much as I know about why, why it does the majority, the vast majority of the time feel easeful and feel seamless so that hopefully there'll be some beautiful takeaways for you. And I'm also going to share a little bit about what I would suggest any of my clients look at and consider as well when they're launching. So I think there's some universal rules with launching and then there's a lot where it comes down to just doing it specific to you so I'll be sharing a lot of my own insights and you might just want to take some you might want to leave the rest but whatever hopefully can support you to make sure that whether you're about to do your first launch or whether you're doing your seventh launch that it gets to feel the way you want it to feel and that's something that's always been on my mind actually about launches because I remember doing my first proper launch now I say it was my first proper launch because it was actually a program that I knew no matter what, I was going to launch it and I was going to sell it and it was going to go ahead. Now, I did one launch before that. Now, let me just preface it by saying I don't do sort of set quote unquote launches with my one on one offerings. Never have, probably never will. It just doesn't really feel very good for me. I think each launch comes with a certain energy. And for me, my one on ones, I love that. I just allow my one-on-ones to kind of roll over and I don't have a set system of, say for instance, I launch five spaces for one-on-ones in May and then I wouldn't reopen spaces to work me one-on-one until June or July or something like that. Like I see the coaches that do and I also see how they speak to the pros of it and I totally understand that that might feel really good for you to have all your clients all start at the same time or finish at the same time to not feel like you potentially could be calling in clients at you know through various times so in essence everything I'm about to share in regards to launching could very much work for you if you want to do launch styles for your one-on-ones I just want to preface it that I don't do launches as such for my one-on-ones I more just open up space if my for my one-on-ones as I go and so sometimes some months I won't have any space available and then another month I have a couple of spaces I just kind of do a rolling calendar with my one-on-ones and that has always felt so good feels really good now at this stage of business where I know that I'm always going to welcome people in and I find it really just chilled like I basically look for the most chilled approach to everything essentially in business because I just refuse to get stressed out by it the majority of the time I'm like how can I just make this chilled and easy um so for me that means just having that rolling calendar and I'll just add this in if you are in your first year I sometimes think having the rolling calendar of calling in one-on-ones can feel better when you're in that first year and this is what I did because you don't have that same level of um certainty that you're gonna welcome people in so for instance if I did choose to do a launch period now and I launched like okay so it's May I'm gonna open up four spaces and I'm gonna fill those this week I feel pretty confident now that I'd be able to do that with my one-on-ones because I've had so many and I've got so much experience but when you're very first starting out and you're still kind of feeling into your community feeling into your audience feeling into yourself as a coach and your beliefs in yourself and your capabilities then giving yourself such a short time frame could actually feel really stressful and could feel really disheartening if you get to the end of a two-week launch for your one-on-one offer and no one's signed up and then you might find yourself thinking oh 
crap I have no signups and now I've just said that I gave them like the final date to apply no one's applied so when am I allowed to start speaking about my coaching offering again and yet I have no coaching clients so I would I personally loved the fact that I've always done it rolling so that when I had spaces I could always talk about my spaces I didn't have to wait for a specific calendar period slot of a two-week period where I was allowed to launch again I just loved rolling it and that felt really good for me especially in that first year when it is it was for me it's not gonna be for everybody but for me definitely it was it was quieter with my on takes of clients so that's just a little sidestep so when I'm saying about this first proper launch that I really kind of landed in this was in my second year of business and it was when I launched Confident Coach Academy for the first ever time I'll set the scene for you it was June I was living in Bali I was having a wonderful time. For some reason, I chose to have my launch for the week that I landed in Bali. So I moved from New Zealand over to Bali and I decided, I seem to do this a lot with launches. I just decided to like fling it in there, just pop it in. Oh, it's fine. I'll just do it whilst I kind of move over my life over here and get settled in. But I absolutely loved it. And I did once upon a time, I think back in the January of that year, try and launch a different program but I actually realized three days into the launch that I didn't want to run the program so I actually scrapped the launch now that in and of itself is kind of what I'm going to be speaking to a little bit later because it's like if you're launching something that you're not fully backing that you're not fully sold on you're going to have a problem selling it. And that was the case with this one. I kind of created this program, thought, oh, it's probably about time I do a group program. There was a lot of shoulds linked to that specific launch and that specific program. And then I started speaking about it and wasn't really getting any interest, was also finding that I was feeling really resistant to talk about it. And then about three days in, I thought, gosh, actually, if someone did sign up or if people started to sign up, I would then dread running the course. And I had had no idea that was what was going to come up. And I don't know if I would have known that before I did the launch. I always think that things work out just as they're meant to and everything works out within reason. And maybe I was I didn't have that level of experience or that level of knowing or understanding of myself within business yet to be able to ask those questions prior to launching something. So it taught me a lot. But as I say, I, I very quickly realized I'm not 100% sold on this and yet I'm trying to sell people into it this isn't going to happen so scrapped that first launch continue with my one-on-ones until one day I had the download and the and the the breakthrough come of what would turn out to be Confident Coach Academy and that literally went from being an idea that I shared with my coach at the time into being a fully fledged program within two weeks like that was how much I knew that it was my program to run it was my um, my time to do it. And I was just so raring to go with it. So I stepped into the launch and I remember being on day one of my launch and I wake up and I share with my mailing list and I share on Instagram that the launch is here. And I think I'd been alluding to it for a few days beforehand and I'm officially announced CCC, um, CCA is open for business, etc. And then I head off to the beach and I sit at this little beach cafe, drinking a coconut, reading my book and thinking, oh, actually, I remember I had a broken foot at the time. So I was wearing one of those really big boots, you know, like the sort of long boot that goes all the way from your foot up your ankle up to underneath your knee. So I was walking around with that on, which was hilarious because I was getting really bad tan lines. I had like one leg was tanned, one foot was tanned and the other was pale and pasty. Um, But yes, I remember just sitting at that beach, drinking the coconut, reading my book, tanning one half of my leg and thinking, huh, I love this. Launching's great. And I actually received a message from a fellow coach who said, I hope the launch is going okay. I hope you're not feeling burnt out. I hope you're not feeling stressed. I hope you're not feeling overwhelmed. I hope you're not feeling et cetera, et cetera. And it made me realize, goodness, this is how installed within so many of us that we expect launches to be and how interesting that even in her her message to me it was like I hope it isn't all of these things it wasn't I hope it's all of the positive or or emotions we might want to feel it's like I hope it isn't all the things that you don't want to be and I kind of made a pact with myself then and there that 
my launches were always going to be stuff that I loved to do. And if I didn't love to do them, I wouldn't do them. But equally, I'd always find ways to make them be as joyful, as easeful, as enjoyable as possible. Because your launch is an extension of the program or offering you're about to run. And so if you're besotted and in love and enthralled with the program and offering you're about to run, I think it's really important that we bring that energy into the launch period, because otherwise it's kind of like, I really want you to come in, but I'm not going to allow myself to enjoy any of it until you're kind of in and the doors are closed. And then I can go into the energy shift of loving it and feeling happy and being in my best self, you know? So I've always focused on how can I bring the energy of what I want the actual program or offering to be into my launch period so that I feel really good. And that energy translutes and transcends into all of the community that I'm speaking to and they pick up on that. So they're not picking up on someone who's saying the words of sign up, but actually in the back of her head is feeling desperate or needy or clingy or exhausted but instead they're picking up on the energy of the course and the enthusiasm of the course and this comes down to having to be really sold on what you're selling so you need to be the person who's 100% sold on it before you can then go out and expect to share it and invite other people to be sold on it too and that is why I'm very intentional with what I launch and when I launch and making sure that it is something that I am 100% backing. I'm so behind it that I can't wait to share it with you guys and can't wait to share it with my community. So that was my first proper launch. And I really set that standard for myself of I'm going to create the, the belief system and land in the belief system that launches get to be cool and they get to be good and they get to be easy and I get to chat away and share this offer and then I get to go and do the rest of my day and I I feel I'm able to switch off from my launch I don't feel like I'm in it like tapped into it 24 hours a day and that brings me to the most recent launch I did so I just finished up a launch a couple of weeks ago for the emotion code which is a new offer that I'm bringing into my business and is a is a new venture really within the business it's separate to coaching it's not under the the structure of coaching it's something very different it's an energy healing and I say that it's my most successful launch not because of the amount of income or financial return that that um, launch had because it was based off of the price point for each session I sold it wasn't signing people into a four-month or a six-month program it was signing people into sessions so the return was always going to be a lot lower so it's not the success of the financial return but it's the success of how easeful how enjoyable how natural how calming how fun how just overall joyful the launch felt and how amazed I I felt by it of witnessing that people were signing up and I sold all of my sessions within the time frame that I've given myself um, that people were signing up when they still didn't really fully comprehend what the emotion code even is it's a really you know, it wasn't that I was asking them to sign up for coaching sessions and they were thinking, yeah, I know what coaching is because I work either with coaches or I work with people who are already in their own personal inner development. So I rarely work with someone who's never worked with a coach before. Um, So it was less about, you know, I wasn't getting people to jump into coaching sessions. I was getting people to jump into the session of this thing that I was describing that they'd never experienced, perhaps never even heard of until I started speaking about it. And yet within one week, I sold out all of these sessions and I had all of these different people purchase them. And that for me was like, holy shitballs, that is success. The fact that my community feel so um, in that space of like, know and trust with me that they will sign up for something because they, from, from the understanding they have of it, they feel like they know enough to want to sign up for the sessions. That They don't need to know the 100% ins and outs and how each session runs and what will exactly will happen and all of those things. They just knew it enough and understood it enough to trust their intuition or instincts that were leading them to say, yes, that session's for me or yes, I'm going to buy those sessions. So that was then when I thought, yeah, I've, 
I, I feel like there couldn't be a better timing for me to talk about launches because I feel like I'm coming off the back of my most successful one where it just felt so chilled, so easy, so enjoyable. Like every morning I wake up and be like, ah, perfect. Okay. Let's talk. Let's do more of the launch today. It wasn't any form of dread or insecurity, um, or ego really that was, that was running the show. And so between that very first launch back in Bali of um, June 2019 to now of my most recent one, I've done a number of different launches. I've done CCA quite a few times. I've done other group programs where I have done business coaching group programs. I've done life coaching group programs. I've now done a motion code. I've done um, a self-paced course manifest. I did a live course called intuitive calling. So I've done loads of different ones and I feel I love that I've gained the experience of lots of different things. So I've done live courses, self-paced courses, group programs, group programs for life coaching, group programs for business coaching, and now these emotion code singular sessions. And I would say that the common themes throughout all of them is the following. So I was trying to be as succinct as possible and like, what is it that makes my launches feel easeful and seamless? So these are the things that I know to be true of why they all get to feel this way. So first off, as you know, I mean, is there ever going to be an episode when we're speaking to business that I don't say the following? Everything gets to be unique to you and there's no one way you have to launch. And even if you're seeing all these examples of how a launch is supposed to be done or you signed up to the course that tells you how to do a successful launch and you're taught the launch strategies, you get to pick and choose what you actually want to do and what feels good for you. Because remember, the person that's teaching you that strategy, they're coming from the energy of that strategy that we're working for them. But are they you? And are they your energy? If they're more of a like in your face, loud, structured energy, and you're more flowy and more um, chilled and more um, introverted, is their, their strategy for launch going to be your strategy or does it need to change a little bit? And what I mean by this, and I honestly, I get that I'm quite rebellious in business. I get that I, I don't know whether it's stubbornness or whether it's rebellion or maybe a bit of both. Maybe it's, I mean, are they the same thing? Is stubbornness and rebellion the same thing? Who even knows? Or just because I like to be a bit of a wild child sometimes, you know, but I just refuse. I just for a minute one in business, I've just refused to do anything when someone's like, you have to do it that way. I'm like, do I? Do I have to do it that way? Or can I do it this way? I'm so happy that I have that personality trait. Like I actually love it about myself. And I think that I'm so she, that part of me, that rebellious wild child of me has gotten me free business, honestly, because she's the one who's like, no, we're not going to listen to someone else. You're going to listen to your inner guidance, your intuition. You're going to do what feels good for you. And how that's then shown up in launches is if we look at strategies of launches. Now, strategies of launches are great. And I would really encourage you to learn the strategies of launches. So there's been, I've done a couple of different programs around strategies of launches. I've had one-off sessions with coaches around strategies for launches, those kind of things, because I think it's really good. It's always really good to have the foundations of something before you then say, which are the pieces that I'm keeping or which are the pieces that I'm not keeping. So I think it can be really useful to know the strategies and they're strategies for a reason because they take into um, they take into the, the context of, you know, marketing, psychology, um, psychology with marketing, making sure that we're hitting on different touch points for everything. Um, so they're, you know, a launch strategy that you see the main way that you see launch strategies taught can be really good to still learn and engage with but then I'd encourage you to see which parts are like a hell yes for you and which parts don't feel aligned um but what I for instance have always done is or perhaps it's more what I haven't done I've never done a challenge I've never done a webinar I've never done a masterclass that then dives into the program afterwards. Um, yeah, I've never done any of those things. I literally just launched my offer and that it, it's standalone in its launch. 
And I don't have a problem with any of those things. In fact, sometimes I work with clients to create their challenges and their masterclasses and their webinars and their workshops and those work. So it's not the thing that I have a problem with. It's making sure we're doing the thing because it aligns with us. It excites us. It feels right. And it aligns with the energy of the program we're about to run for those people. So for instance, if we just break down the challenge, imagine you're about to welcome people into a, a program that's all about kind of like being in flow, being in femininity, being in your um, your wild woman being in your space of doing only what feels really good for you and doing things in a way that feels restful and relaxing. So imagine that's the context of the program. And then if you then set them a challenge, is that speaking to the energy of the program or is the energy of the program actually this is going to be unique to you and there's not going to be things where it's like day one do this day two do this it's actually going to be let's flow let's strip back let's chill let's relax so in that case would you either change the word and remove the word challenge and change it into something else or would you perhaps think okay a challenge doesn't feel quite right maybe more of a workshop feels really right where they get into the energy and the feeling of what the program is going to encompass because that's the main reason that's the main strategy behind any of these launching tactics is how can I create the feeling that they're going to feel once they're in the program so that then they like get a taste for it and then they want to buy the whole pie you know they're like oh I've had a little taste now I want to buy the whole thing so making sure that what we're actually doing within the launch speaks to the energetics of what the program's going to offer. And you don't have to do any of those things. I think that's what I really want to want to drum home. I think all of them can really help and be beautiful tools. And I've literally helped clients do any of those things. And I've also helped clients do exactly what I do, which is I don't do those things. And that's not to say I won't ever, but as I say, every time I launch something, I check into the energy of that program. And I think, does it, does it want to be a masterclass? Does it want to be a challenge? Does it want to be this or that? Or does it just, am I just supposed to speak about it? Am I just supposed to share it? And I think because I've been doing that from minute one, I'm not, I'm not scared to do that, you know, and I, I totally get that that might be something that you want to do, but you're like, oh, but I've always done it this way. And I'm, uh, you know, worried about changing up the tactics. And then it just comes down to just seeing what is going to be best in terms of where you want to go and where you want to head and noticing that if there's a worry that then, because you might not be doing, say, for instance, the challenge that you always do, that people won't sign up, then noticing what what is it it's not the challenge people don't sign up to work with you because of the challenge they sign up to work with you because of what you give them during the challenge so can you just give them exactly what you gave them in the challenge but not do one because so can you just give them the insight into how amazing you are can you give them the insight into how incredible the program is can you give them the insight into them feeling starting to feel a sense of transformation and feeling and seeing the sense of value that your program has to offer feeling the energy of your program you can do all of those things without doing a challenge and it's but yeah that is literally <laughs> I'm going to stop speaking on this point now as you can see passionate about it as I say, anyone can work and all of them do work. It's all about finding the one that works for you and knowing that you get to do what feels good for you. And is, if, is what you're thinking of doing aligning with the energy of the offer and just making sure that both of them align? Because it really is, if you think about your offer and your offer is over on that far right-hand side, then everything that you do in your launch, which is over on the left-hand side, wants to be connected to the energy of the offer. So making sure they're connected and they're not two separate things and that the launch isn't in this like frantic push, stressful energy, but then the program's in this like, ah, chill, free, girl, yeah, go. Like, it's just, we need to make sure that they're aligning up. So that would be my very first thing is what are the rules that you want to scrap? What are the perceived quote unquote rules that actually don't feel good for you, 
for your energy, for your values, for your community, for your clients that maybe you don't want to do within your launches anymore. And if you're worried about letting them go, what is it that you think that that launch, that, that specific thing would give you, AKA the webinar that actually you could give them in a different way? Okay. Secondly, I always set intentions for my launches. I know this sounds really simple, but I think this is just so important that I wanted to speak a little bit to it. So I set intentions on how the launch is going to feel and how it's going to go. And then I also set intentions on the numbers that, you know, the number and spaces that are going to be filled and the dates I'm going to run it for. So I set all of that before I before I start the launch. And that feels really important to me because I'm then in control. I think what can feel really scary in launches and why we start to move into that frantic, untrusting energy is because we feel like we've kind of given over our power to our audience and our community and we're just waiting for them to either reject us or, you know, love us and come toward us. You know, that's kind of the feeling that almost comes up. We're like, am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be loved? What's going to happen? It's like our inner child goes wild in that space, right? So a way to make sure that from the very beginning, you're seated in your power, you're anchored, you're grounded, you're the one who's in control. You're the one who gets to show up, share your share your work and then say to people it's up to you whether you pick it up or whether you don't I'm just going to be here and share it right the way that we can set that from the very beginning is by intention setting so for me how that looks is I journal the way that I envisage my launch going so I literally journal on I'm waking up every day and it's feeling like this. Every time that someone reaches out to me and inquires about the program, I'm feeling this. Every time I see a sale go through, this is how I feel. Every time that I am about to step on and share more about the launch, I'm embodying the energy of X. The launch itself feels so good because X. The program feels so amazing because X. Like whatever it is that you're launching, I would really make sure that you are also setting the intention behind that. Like just getting really amped up and pumped for, say you want to get six people into a program, being like, oh my gosh, I the thought and the 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 opportunity that I'm going to have in a couple of weeks to take these six people through this program is the very thing that fuels me and gets me out of bed each day and makes me want to speak about this launch because good like oh my gosh I've created this program which is going to be transcendent and transformational for them and I'm so excited by it and so honored that there's going to be people that are going to jump into it and I get to share it with them. So setting the intention of the feeling behind the program and then how you want the launch to feel and go. And then you can just read that every morning. So whether you're doing a one week launch or a 10 day or a two week, reading that every morning and anchoring into that um, before you then, you know, either go online or do anything that's promoting your launch. So whether you're you know, popping on and doing a live or you're emailing your mailing list or doing anything, you know, um, to sort of speak to your launch essentially. And then secondly, um, intention on the numbers and the dates. So always set your timeline, like always have a timeline of the launch is going to start here and it's going to end here. Now, obviously, that timeline might be flexible depending on if you have a capped number of people that you're having in things. I personally have never. Oh, have I? Oh, the only thing that I've ever run where I didn't have a capped number actually was a self-paced course. So that would be manifest the course. Um, but everything else I've ever offered, I always have a capped number. So I know that like I have the maximum of this amount of people in CCA or I have this amount of people in soul ed or I have this amount of sessions available with emotion codes. So I always pretty much have a capped number. So you're going to know your dates. It's going to begin dates it's going to end and then there's a chance then if you do have a capped number that your launch might end early right so you might give yourself a two-week launch date but you fill all your spaces so then it ends early but give yourself that timeline of if the launch went on for as long as as it needed to go on for how long would that be is it a week is it 10 days is it two weeks is it less is it you know I wouldn't really encourage longer because I think you'll move into burnout I think you can do a gentle kind of launch as in you can 
gently be encouraging people in and kind of alluding to what you're going to be running for longer than two weeks but for the actual period of like very energetically being focused on calling in those people and sharing about that program and that offer every day I would encourage no more than two weeks because you don't want to move into that burnt out stage of feeling like oh my gosh I have to talk about it again <laughs> which can happen honestly that can happen if you just do a one-week launch sometimes you'll be like is there anything else I can say about this don't worry that always is we're going to speak to that um so yes so having your dates and then also having your numbers so I I totally whenever I'm working with clients I notice that when they're doing their first kind of launch or their first you know, first one, two or three launches, they can be a little bit hesitant to set numbers because it comes from that place of, I don't want to get disappointed if I don't have people sign up. Now I get that, but that is a still then sitting in that space of, I'm focusing more on what I don't want than what I do. So set the numbers and set the intention of, okay, this would be the number that would be incredible, like mind blowing, hallelujah, thank you, God. And this would be the number that I'd be super happy with. And sometimes they'll be the exact same number and sometimes they'll be different. So there might be one that's like 10 people and one that's like five people. So set the intention because then you know what you're focusing toward, right? When you then have that first sign up, you're like, yes, one down, four to go until I've re- reached that like baseline of, of people that I'm really happy to have in the program. Like that's awesome. I also often work with clients as well to create the backup plans so that you can go all in with your launch. Because I see a lot of people hold back on their launch, like hold back in being visible, hold back on sharing it, hold back on speaking about the magic of it and really calling those people in because they're so worried they're not going to get the signups that that is then what's holding them back so I always create a backup plan if you don't get enough signups for it to work or for it to run we always create a backup plan so that then when they're in the launch period they can just jump in and be all in because they know what their quote-unquote worst case scenario is going to look like so they're not afraid of it anymore and it's not controlling their energy or their feelings and then they're showing up fully and I'd reflect on that if you've ever noticed that if you look if you've had launches already and and they haven't gone the way you've wanted them to and was did you notice that you were kind of fully present and fully engaged and fully there and showing up as much as you feel that you needed to or wanted to or were you kind of holding yourself back a bit because you were so worried that you might not get the signups that it was it felt nervy to put yourself out there because as I say this launches really do play into that rejection wound if that is something that is present for us and so it's so much more than just launching it's really making sure we're in the energy space where we feel in our own seat of power and we feel in our control and we feel that we're addressing any of the fears or any of the worries that are coming up. So the intention settings, great, do that and celebrate every time you get somebody reach out or interested or sign up. Like every number's an amazing number. Every single time someone signs up, they're signing up because they believe in you, what you have to offer and they see your value. How 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 incredible is that and I know that sometimes we can only wait and allow ourselves to celebrate once the program's sold out or once we've reached a certain number no every single time someone enrolls every single time someone reaches out every single time you see a sale go through that is such a cause for celebration and not in a celebration of like oh my goodness I can't believe this happened because you get to actually celebrate and also be like of course I think that's actually the best form of celebration where you're celebrating because you're so happy that it's happened. And equally, there's a there's that piece of you that's like, and of course, and just you're nodding. You're like, of course, of course, this would happen. Of course, they'd sign up. Of course, I'm going to reach this number of people. So that's the intention piece. Then we come into this, the fact that beyond the launch, beyond the actual logistics of the launch, there's all the feelings there's all the feelings all the feelings that come behind it right so I always think about when people say that launches are really stressful and don't get me wrong I wouldn't say that every single minute of every single hour of every single day that I'm in any of my launches I'm like life is amazing I love it but I would say that for the vast majority I am 
I still get, I get nervous right before I launch. Um, I always get nervous right before I launch, which I kind of like. I like that nervousness feeling. I think it, it's because you're about to stretch yourself. You're about to grow. You're about to put yourself out there. Um, and I do also have moments during my launches sometimes, which which do feel a bit hard. And you do think, oh, gosh, um, uh, what's what's happening? But I would say that because I feel like I've now got a really strong number of launches under my belt, I know so much more of what to expect now. So they're just getting easier and easier and more and more enjoyable. Like. Even with CCA, for instance, and I always think it's so interesting to hear how other people's launches actually unfold, like behind the scenes kind of thing. So I've run four rounds of CCA. The first round I ran, I did a, I planned to do a seven day launch. It sold out in five days, but I didn't have anyone even apply because there was an option with CCA. You can either apply for a discovery call so we can chat for it, or you can just purchase it straight away. So then you're part of the course and I didn't even have anybody I had no one purchased and in fact they want to reach out for a discovery call for the first two days and honestly because it was my first ever launch that two days felt like a lot longer than 48 hours it felt like a long time and then I remember on the third day three people like reaching out signing up etc and I was like huh interesting anyway um and then the, they've just been such a variety. I remember another launch, it was quite of a slow banner with people coming in. The third launch, I, it, was, it was half full in 24 hours. Literally the moment I announced it, people started signing up. And I actually made that the biggest launch I ever did. I went from having um, less than 10 into opening up to 10 people. And then my last launch that I did for it, I didn't have anyone sign up for three days. And that time round, I was so much more calmer because I remembered, ah, yeah, the first time I did it, no one signed up for three days. And three days is actually nothing in the grand scheme of things when it takes people to catch up. And then again, I think I ran that for eight days and it sold out and it reached the, the maximum number. So as I say, the more and more you run through launches, the more you know, and the more easeful you're able to be because you can remember that you've been in that position before of perhaps not having a sign up within the first 24 hours or so and the only thing that you need to do when you're in that space where you're between or before the signups is to stay in the energy of the launch which is why writing down your intention is so important if I'd got into the frantic worried energy of no one signing up is anyone gonna sign up oh god I'd be moving into that desperate energy space where you're almost without using that vocabulary you're pleading at your community to sign up for your offer and you're kind of desperate and you're like yeah pulling at them whereas instead if you stay in the intention of seeing the value and the magic of your offer remembering the intention of how you want the launch to feel you then keep showing up from that same energetic space and then you know you're still welcoming in the signups from that space um but yeah, as I speak to this, the stress piece, I think the only reason we're stressed in a launch is if we're worried it wouldn't sell. That would be the only reason to be stressed, right? So we have to address, am I worried it's not going to sell before we go into the launch? And this will show up again whilst we're in the launch because it's often one of those things that we do the work before the thing happens and we, we've completed it and we're like, tick. Huh, I feel really great. There is not a single doubt in my mind that people won't sign up for this program. And then we jump into the launch. We're actually in the thing that we've been doing the work on. And then the fears might show up again. And that is completely normal. It's a little bit, if you think about relationships, think about the self-work that we do on ourselves before we step into a relationship. And then we get into the relationship and we realize, oh, there's more work to be done. Kind of around the same area that I was focused on before, but it's just at a different level now because I'm now actually in this space. So it's the exact same with launches. So make sure you're looking at the areas where you have the fears and the worries before the launch. But don't be alarmed if they show up again whilst you're in the launch because you're now just at that next level of you've learned it all in theory, you've landed it in theory. So now you need to make sure you're walking the walk and staying in that, right? So we'd only be stressed if I was worried it wouldn't sell. So how can we make sure that we're removing, that we're addressing the fears and the worries head on, but then removing them, reframing them, releasing them so that we can get into a space of being as confident as possible that we're going to sell. 
and then noticing if if and when that shows up during our launch okay what was I doing beforehand how can I re reroute back to that feeling again and being totally okay with if it shows up again it doesn't mean you haven't done the work it just means it's now showing up at a different level so therefore if I fully trusted if I fully trusted in the launch I wouldn't need to be doing all the things that tend to make launches feel really stressful so if I fully trusted in the launch I wouldn't need to be checking my emails every 10 minutes checking my PayPal every 10 minutes checking my Instagram DMs every 15 minutes I wouldn't need to be doing that because I'd be trusting that it was all going to happen so this is really the energy we want to be embodying in the launch and I think that sometimes we mistake trusting something as not showing up fully for it but it's actually the exact opposite so you can really trust in something and then show up and speak about your launch and share your launch with everybody and have them come in and those two get to work together but you're not in that frantic space of like yeah literally every 15 minutes checking your dms thinking where are they why is no one reaching out to me yet to sign up um and the only reason i know this is because i have been there don't you worry i've literally done that in the past but the moment that i notice myself doing it again it's that thing of okay i'm doing this which means that i've moved out of trusting and into stress and into scarcity and into worry so what am i going to do to bring myself back into okay back into the intention back into the focus back into the energy shift that i want to be sharing with my community reframing any worries or fears that are coming up like hitting them head on not just trying to suppress them or avoid them but actually answering them sitting with them journaling with them um, speaking to my coach about them etc how can I trust how can I get back into trust how can I fully trust myself during this launch how can I get back into trust if I fully trusted myself what action would I take next if I was back in believing in the magic of what I'm offering and the value of it how could I then show up? And it's going to come from a very different energy. You might, show, you might be doing the exact same thing. Both of those things, whether we're stressed and worried, no one's going to sign up or whether we're trusting, the action we might take could be the same thing. It could be showing up on your Instagram stories or sending a letter to your mailing list. But the energy difference of the two is vast. One is doing it out of desperation. No one wants me. No one likes me. I'm worried I'm going to be rejected. Please, please, please. It's coming from that energy. And the other one is coming from I trust, I show up. I'm seated in my seat of power. I'm sharing my services. I see and trust in the value of them. And I'm offering you to pick it up if that feels good for you. And that's it um align aligned offers are always going to be the best ones so this is another point and this is what I mean by that very first launch that I ever did I realized I didn't actually want to run the program so I scrapped the launch everything else I've always done I've always been so like super excited to run the course or the program or the sessions so I honestly think that's why they work I honestly think that's why they work and with that I have another CCA tale for you so I've run four rounds of CCA but I actually once did a launch so if this launch had gone ahead I would have run five rounds of CCA right but I once did a launch once upon a time my friends and um, it was August of 2019 so I'd done the first launch June 2019, sold it out in five days, had the most amazing group of women come through, was just buzzing, loved the whole experience. Decided to relaunch it again in the August of the 2019. And I had a terrible launch. Oh, she had a terrible launch. I felt everything that I've just spoken to. I felt frantic. I felt desperate. I felt worried. I felt insecure. I felt panicked literally it couldn't <laughs> couldn't have been it was like the, the poster bought you know that the poster of a bad launch essentially and do you know why that was is because I was launching against my gut instinct I'd written a business plan for that quarter and it included doing a launch in the August and then the August came and I actually had a really hard emotional month in that August I was I was living in Bali still and I had my best friend come out and visit, which is amazing. But I was going for a lot of deep healing work and a lot of growth stuff. And, and in a place where I 
I was really needing to focus all my attention on holding space for myself, not holding space for a launch. But I'd set the intention that I was going to launch then. And I was like, well, I have to, I have to, this is, I said I'd do it. So I should do it. And how interesting, right? I went into a launch thinking I have to do it. I should do it. And then the launch went terribly. And I felt that literally, you know, no one was signing up. I got, I got, I did get, have one sign up straight away who was an amazing person and then nothing else was happening and everything that had worked so beautifully in launch one I would apply the exact same thing and none of it was working none of it no one else was signing up no one else was reaching out for calls and it was such a reminder of that really important teaching which is it's so much less about what you do and how you feel when you're doing it so much less about what you do but how you feel when you're doing it because I copy and pasted the way that I launched in the June into my launch in the August. And I got zero results because it came from frantic, pressurized, desperate, insecure energy. And it came from a place of, oh, I'll just copy and paste. And hopefully, you know, because it worked last time rather than organic. Oh, what do I really want to share? What do I really want to speak about? I don't think I even set an intention for the launch. Like I knew who, I, how many people I wanted to have in and, and that kind of a thing. I didn't set an intention for the energy of the launch, the feeling of the launch, landing in the magic of the program, none of that. And so that's a launch that actually didn't go ahead. And I ended up cancelling that launch after seven days that only had one sign up and then um yeah then having to refund the one person that had signed up right so I have I've had a launch that has gone <laughs> literally down the drain but then when I came back for CCA round three and round four both of them sold more spaces than I've ever sold into any kind of group program and couldn't have gone better because I moved out of that that frantic push desperate energy back into a space of I'm in I'm in my power I see the magic I'm in my intentions I'm doing this not because I should but because I deeply desire to share this and I'm deeply excited about this and I know that I have so much capacity to hold this space for these people and it really was an absolute blessing that that launch didn't go ahead because it meant that I then had the time, you know, that I'd carved out for the group program to run to actually spend with myself and do what needed to be done to, it was, you know, definitely a case of take a step back to take seven steps forward. And I took that step back. So then come the September, October time, I was back in my groove, back in my flow. And I'm trying to think when I did my next launch, think I just yeah I just did one-to-ones and then I launched again around the November time for CCA so aligned it has to be aligned my friends it has to be aligned um and then the final thing I want to touch on is as I said before it's so interesting isn't it when I when you look at the launch strategies that you might sort of see that are very publicly um very popularly taught, such as doing challenges or webinars and things, such as doing things a certain way, such as like teasing and flirting and all these different things that people say kind of stuff. I always just get really interested in like what's behind that, what's really being taught. And the three things I would say are super important to make sure you're covering in a launch. And this is super important because what can often happen is when I speak to this idea of some, sometimes we can get really disheartened if no one signs up on day one or day two, it's because we've spent perhaps two weeks or perhaps three months thinking about this offer that we're going to share with the world and creating it and bringing it to life and nurturing it and nourishing it and becoming the person that we, that we needed to be in order to put it out into the world. And we've spent all of that time with it. We spent that emotional time with it, that physical time with that offer. And then we speak about it twice and we're like, oh, no one wants to buy it. And it's like, sorry, give your community a chance to catch up here, right? Like give them a chance to catch up. You have the energy and the emotional and physical connection with it that you've been working on and nourishing for two, three, four, five weeks. And you've spoken about it twice in a total of two minutes and no one signed up yet and you're stressed like 
again, I say this because this is what I've noticed with myself. So this is how I'm able to spot it. It's not me calling you out. It's me just saying, this is what's happened to me. Maybe you can relate. So one of the really important things is what's everything that I know about this that I really want people to know. And that's so much less about the logistical structure of the program. So whether it's a course or a group program or a one-on-one or um, a workshop, you know, whatever it is you're launching, it's going to be a lot less about the, and it runs for this amount of time. And we have this amount of sessions and, you know, all of those things. It's going to be, what do I want them to know in terms of the energy behind it, the feeling behind it, the transformation that they'll receive, the, the magic space they're going to be held in the reason I created it, the reason I'm excited about it, like making sure that we're giving our community, we're catching them up to speed with all of those things rather than just expecting them to kind of know it, right? So it's making sure that we're, we're vocal with catching them up to all of the, those, those feelings and those emotional and physical things that we know and feel about the thing that we've created in that launch period. Now, you will find there is one tactic that I didn't used to do um, or a launch strategy, for instance, that I didn't used to do, which I think played into perhaps sometimes why it would take a few days for people to sign up. And I have changed that now because that just feels a lot better for me. And that is um, some people call it teasing, but I would just um, say to start announcing that the launch is coming a week or two out. So you're not going to give anything really away, but you're just going to start sneaking pieces into your community and starting to share little bits of pieces and essentially just giving them like the excitement and the knowing that something's about to come because otherwise sometimes we kind of do I guess I'd call it I don't know if this is a term but I'd almost call it like a cold launch like you literally on a Monday you've been working at something behind the scenes for two months then on a Monday you're suddenly like and it's here and people are like oh I didn't even know that I didn't even know that I was supposed to be expecting something to be coming you know So what I would say that I'd encourage you to do, because I think this can be really good, is like, you know, we're we're warming them up to that thing that's about to come. So I, for instance, um, when I look at the emotion code, for instance, I was speaking about the emotion code on and off before I launched it. It wasn't that I was like silent behind the scenes as I gained my... um, practitioner uh, qualification it wasn't I was silent behind the scenes as I was working with a number of practice clients I was kind of just speaking about it and this wasn't this wasn't premeditated as a marketing strategy it was just I really wanted to share it with you guys but it had such a positive impact because because I'd already shared the even just the words the emotion code lots and lots of times so as I sort of started to say there's a big announcement coming something's going to come that then when I then announced the emotion code people already had some form of connection to it and some kind of kind of recognition with it you can do the same if you're releasing a program or an offering that's linked to a specific thing so say you're link, releasing a program that's linked to self-worth then you're going to want to speak to self-worth a few different times before you then launch it on the Monday. So say it's coming on the Monday, the week prior, speak to different pieces of self-worth and then be like, I've got something really exciting coming for you around this. I've got this, you know, and and starting to really just start to engage people. Then when you launch it, they were kind of expecting, they were kind of ready, they were kind of anticipating rather than it just being like, as I say, a cold launch and this being like, here it is. And everyone is, wasn't expecting it and then feels like they have to take a couple of days to kind of catch up with it. So that is a suggestion that I would make. And that's something that I learned through trial and error and for experience. Um, but the main things, and I'm going to keep this brief because I feel like I haven't kept a timer, but I feel like I've been talking for days, my friends, my voice is starting to go. Um, the final thing that I always make sure that I cover, and it's not it's not particularly I honestly mean this when I say my launches are pretty chill like I just wake up that day and think what should I share today I don't really plan stuff out I don't pre-write my posts I've never re pre-written posts or emails or anything like that um that just doesn't feel good for me I know that it feels so good for some people and I highly encourage it if it feels good for you but for me it doesn't um so they are very organic however there's three things I always make sure I cover the what the why and then I speak to the how and I 
actually cover them in that order. So you might notice, and maybe even if, if, if you're someone who spends a lot of time engaging with my content on Instagram, you might notice this now when you think back to some of my launches or as I launch in the future. Um, but the very first thing I always do is just the what. So what, what's come, what's landed. So I'll be like, this has landed. It's intuitive calling my course for you to connect in with your intuition. And I just speak to the what. And on day one of your launch, only speak to the what. Don't go into, and I know I, I never give like do's and don'ts, but this is one that I highly feel strongly about. Don't go into overboard on day one. Don't be like, and why and how and here are testimonials. And this is what, like, just give them a little bit on day one. Just give them the what. Give them the name. Give them the you know how everything that we do, it's got the main name and then it has like its its tagline of like for the something, something, something person or to transform this. Just give them the what on their day one so that can land with them, that can sit with them. And for some people in your community who uh, are feeling aligned with it, they'll sign up just on the what. They'll sign up just as soon as they see the name and the program and the tagline or the, the synopsis essentially of the program. And they're like, sold, I'm in. Then over the coming days, start to filter in the why. Why you are so, and these are examples. You don't have to do all of these, and, and, but just examples. So like why you created it, why it's so magical and magnificent and game-changing. Why you think it's needed in this world. Why you think it will support them in their transformation. Why it will benefit them. Why they should sign up why other people have loved it in the past and you can start to include the testimonials and and the previous things from clients the why like the why behind it and the why can also speak to yeah that would that would be the why actually sorry so the the why you created it why it's for them why it's incredible why it's going to be the game changer that you're saying it's going to be and then the how is how they're going to get from how they feel right now to that end result so say it's intuitive calling and the first day it's like what what um intuitive calling a course to help you connect in with your intuition why then you spend a couple of days talking about why how if you're connected with your intuition that changes your life and I truly mean that like if you can connect in with your intuition and listen trust and align with it that changes your freaking life so that's the why. And then I probably also spoke to the why I created it, why I started listening to my intuition, that kind of thing. And then the how would be bringing in some elements so they really see themselves in it. So bringing in the elements of little tiny takeaways that they can implement um, into their, just, just through listening to you, implement straight away. So how, how can you begin to start listening to your intuition? How can you, or, you know, is it a beginner's course or is it for someone to deepen? So instead, how can I deepen into my intuition? The hows, like how can I go from where I'm at the beginning of the course to where you're telling me I'm going to be at the end of your course? Show me the how. And the how is going to be a lot more emotional driven than practical driven. I see a lot of people do it more from practicals of the how is it's a six week course and we meet every single week. And those are important things to share, but those can be safe for your sales page or, you know, um, your slides on your stories. If you're on Instagram, for instance, like those can be shared more, saved more for those spaces. The how is more the emotional attachment of how they go from A at the beginning before they've jumped into that program to B at the end of once they've experienced that program, the hows. And a really nice way to kind of start to weave that in is for instance, if you're offering a program where you have like modules or set lessons, so you're like week one, we do this, week four, we do that, week seven, we do that. Just almost using those as your little thread lines and being like, okay, as you guys have seen, we've been talking about intuitive calling this week. One of the things that I think is so important within our learning deeper about intuition is this. And then you speak to that and you're like, this is actually what we cover in week three. We go really in depth into this, this, and this, you know? So you're really thinking about the how is more about the emotional connection rather than the logisticals of the amount of things it includes. Okay, we made it. I'm very, 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 very proud of myself. I only paused once to cough. And bar that, we've just been free flowing this whole time, my friends. 
thank you for sticking with me. If you made it till the end, I love you. Um, I really, really hope this has been valuable. I love the, I love just being totally open on these podcasts. I feel that I just have the space and the capacity and the time to just share with you the real ins and outs of everything. And I absolutely love that. And I hope that that feels really good for you too, because I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm just going to say it how it is. Um, And the truth is that launches get to be fun and they get to be easy and they get to be seamless and they get to be incredible. And I really hope that some of the ways that I do my launches can support you in your upcoming ones. And that equally, maybe it might have just set off a little brain wave that thinks maybe I'll now explore this or explore that. But truly, I love the beauty that launches can be done in so many different ways. And they should be because there's so many different offers we put out into the world. So why would we only have one launch strategy for the millions of different offers and courses and programs and one-on-ones and all the different things that we do? Until I see you next time, have a lovely week and we'll speak soon. Bye. means the absolute world that I've spent time with you today as you've listened in if this episode has resonated with you please feel free to share it or to leave me a review and in the meantime between episodes you can stay connected with me over on instagram at underscore Amelia Francesca